Welcome to Call That Girl's Office 365 Show. Keep up with Lisa's day-to-day problems and solutions she encounters with Outlook, third-party apps, and Office 365. The learning never ends, folks. Learn from Lisa. You are listening to Call That Girl's Office 365 Show. I'm Lisa Hendrickson, your hostess, and this is show number 37. Just a reminder, you can find all my shows and notes at callthatgirl.biz slash office365 or at callthatgirl.podbean.com. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can go to youtube.com slash callthatgirl. Now, this show is about Microsoft Outlook and Office 365, Microsoft Exchange Migrations, and other technically entertaining stories I can share from my past week or so. And remember, if you need help learning Office 365, I am available for hire by the project or hour, and I do give tech discounts as well. Before we get going, I'd like to introduce my... Sponsor App River. They are email and web security specialists. And as always, they've been with me for three years now. And I love using their sales and support team for all my client work. And I'm thrilled to have them as a sponsor. If you have listened to my past shows, you've probably heard me speak about them often. And if you want to set up a time to talk to my sales rep, you can email him at sharris at appriver.com. All right, friends, this week we have a special guest. Uh, I know a lot of you listen to my stories and hear me talk about my clients, which I get pretty much now on a national level. And um, with that, you wonder, how do I find, or how do those people find me, rather? And what I do is a lot of SEO work. And the SEO work I do is uh, it's pretty heavy. I mean, I, I'm on the internet all the time blogging and doing stuff. And so when people are out there, they Google Outlook Expert and they can find me. And not only have I just done really well with those keywords, I've actually gone to locations and did city location SEO. So some of the work I do is just what works for me. Well, one day uh, I got a call from a client and this is pretty standard. I book the appointment, I start helping them, and then we kind of get talking, a little client chit chat. And this client was down in Atlanta. And as we got talking, it turns out that this client is somebody that you would all probably recognize. He is DC, the brain supreme, DC Glenn from Tag Team of the Whoop There It Is song. And I was kind of surprised, like, hey, I know you. And then we just got talking. And, you know, you get to learn a little bit about people. And, uh, uh, excuse me, DC Glenn's been with me for about a year and a half now. And he just called the other day and we were chit-chatting and he told me he's doing SEO and internet marketing. I said, well, let's do a show. So here we go. I'm going to welcome him right now to the show. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. And first, uh, gratitude for having me on your show. Um, This is going to be really fun. I get to run my mouth. Oh, I know. We were talking about doing a show. and I was like, man, we could free talk for hours, I'm sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, one thing my listeners really like is learning. So this is going to be great because you've actually transitioned from many different types of work that you've worked in. Mm -hmm. So why don't you start by just telling us what happened since the last 20-some years? I mean, you've done a lot of different things. Yeah, I've done a, I've had a blessed life, a fun-filled life, and um, it continues on. Um, about 22 years ago, um, I've always been a DJ. You know, I've been a DJ since I was a kid. I've yeah. always been into music. So my DJing led me to start rapping, and me and some childhood friends uh, put together a group called Tag Team. Now, you know, I'm in college, and 
I'm thinking, hey, <laughs> we can be rappers, and I have a dream just like every other person has, but I'm still getting my education at the same time. Mm-hmm. So uh, senior day comes, it's time for me to graduate. I'm like, what the heck am I going to do? Yep. i got to get a job now. So I had went to Atlanta uh, to see my partner, Steve Rowland. He was down in Atlanta, and I fell in love with the city. And I came back, uh, finished my semester out, packed up my stuff, and drove down to Atlanta, Georgia, from Sacramento, California. Wow. Yes, and I had a job. I had a job at uh, CNN because I wanted to take Dan Rather's spot. That was my my goal. Oh, was it? That was my goal. Yes, that was my goal. And um, the first night I was there, my partners took me to a club called Magic City because I had been a DJ pretty much all my life, and I DJed all the frat parties, all the big parties, all the parties in the city, you name it. And I was like, if I go to Atlanta, I probably won't even be able to DJ anywhere. But I went to this club, and the DJ was horrible. And the name of the club was Magic City, and it is a, what you call a gentleman's club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) and I was like, man, I could work here at least to, like, you know, get everything situated. And the security guy was there. There's the owner right there. Go ahead and talk to him. So I went and talked to the owner. He was like, come see me Monday. Fast forward. I get the job, like, out of the blue. And the first time I worked as a DJ, I think I made $500. Wow. And that Back then? Yep, that day. Summer of 1989. That day ruined my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) Or or kicked it off, right? (laughs) (laughs) It ruined it or kicked it off because (laughs) I had never been a part of anything like that. I have never seen anything like that. Wow. And I was good at my craft. And... You know, the the girls were so impressed that we had a club meeting and they were like, we want him. He's got to be our number one DJ. Wow. And you're so young. I, I was number one DJ at one of the biggest clubs in the country at 22 years old, wow. fresh off the boat. So I'm still trying to do my rap thing and I'm working and working and working and making a lot of money and just having fun and living life. And, you know, we were down south. So down south, they want to hear up-tempo fast music, but I'm from Denver, Colorado, and I went to school in Cali, so people like hip-hop there. Yep. So I was like, Steve, we have to make something that people down here like. So in the summer of 1992, uh, we made a song. It was just a song, and I titled it, Won't There It Is. Now, there was no method to the madness or anything. It was just a song. I made a million songs. And... I played it, and that's the biggest response I had on any record I've ever played, and I've been a DJ forever. And I played it and played it and played it through the fall, and it was just another record, Then I stopped playing it. And, you know, fast forward to maybe the winter of 93, one of the girls was like, how come you don't play your song anymore? Everybody loves that song. I was like, you know what? Let me play it again. And this, is, this, this lets you know how far I go back. I was playing it off a cassette tape. Nice. (laughs) Cassette tape, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? And lo and behold, it's probably February of 93. I play and the same response happened. So then I was like, you know what? I got to take this serious. So I took it serious, gave everybody a chance. Everybody was like, we hear it, we hear it, we hear it. But you know how record company people do. They string you along. Mm -hmm. They're really not ready to... To, to pull the trigger. And I almost gave up. 
but then one record producer said, you know what, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and do this. His name is Al Bell. I called him. I said, look, I'm a DJ. I got a hit record. This is going to be big. And he was like, okay, let's do it. And I was like, you haven't even heard the record. And he was like, I hear it in your spirit. Because that's the type of person I am. And, it was, you know, that, that line meant a lot to me. Yeah. And, you know, I, maybe three weeks later, we signed a contract. And that was my last week in Magic City. And a month later, we had sold a million records. Oh, my God. And in, in, in May, I was on tour. So wow, talk about having to deal with a whole lot coming at you fast. And being a young kid and not knowing anything. Yeah. But the, 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 the problem was is that me not knowing anything, people take advantage of you. So I got taken advantage of, signed a real bad deal. Um, you know, as any young artist that has a hit record, they think it's going to last forever. Yeah. But didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm on the road and I'm partying and having a good time spending money left and right. And I feel good about telling people this because I don't want people to make the mistakes that I made. And, you know, I'm like, where's our money at? I know we sold like four or five million records and, you know, they're putting us off like, well, we got to have some other bills. We got to recoup this. We got to recoup that. So I stopped and started spending all my money on trying to get my money. Yep. And lawyers will suck you dry. Mm. So fast forward, going through all that, about 98, I had to go back to DJ and you know, from that point on, I vowed that I would never let that happen to me again. And I would educate myself on everything and anything that would help me make money. So, you know, that happened to me. That yeah. happened to me. I got uh, caught up in the whirlwind of fast business. And I took a contract that was probably a quarter million dollars. I didn't have a good lawyer. And guess what? They pulled it from me a year and a half later with no notice because I didn't have a good, uh, a good contract. Yeah. And that's when, like you, you're like, okay, now what do I do? I have a, it's my life. And mine was my business and yours was like, you know, it, it, you know, doesn't end. I mean, but you have to continue on. Yeah. And that's where I was too. So anybody, any business can go through that. The learning lesson. <laughs> yeah. It's the learning lesson. It's, right. that, it's growing pain. It's life. Yeah. You know? So I went back to the clubs and I started um, learning about the internet and then I started learning about finance. I said, I'll never get taken advantage of from a money perspective ever again. So I became a licensed commodities broker. And I learned how to um, trade commodities, learned how to trade stocks, learned how to trade Forex. But if, as anybody would know that if you're not on the inside or you're extremely, extremely smart, it's, not going, it's, it's like gambling. Yep. And if you have that gambling bug, I don't gamble because I know I can't. I'm not good at it. And... That has never been a drug for me. So I knew that it was just intellectual gambling. Yep. That's how trading is to me. And I did that for four or five years, but then it was like, I'm glad I did it because I know when people are trying to get over on me and I know what people are talking about when I listen to Bloomberg or listen to CNBC. Yeah. So fast forward, I said, well, if I'm in the clubs, let me start learning how to market. You know, because I was going through all the self-help books, um, you know, the, the Tony Robbins and Robert T. Kiyosaki and yeah, all the authors. I went through everything. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just an intellect junkie. So I'm in the clubs 
And I'm like, okay, learn how to market. And this is on, you know, the, the age of the internet, 2004, 2005. So I made a business proposal for one of my bosses at one of the clubs I was working at. And I put together a business plan. It was basically a marketing plan, but I for you. put together like a <laughs> business plan. Exactly. <laughs> and came in, did a PowerPoint presentation, and she cut me a check for $25,000. Wow. Terry Fisher. And I was like, wow. It, because the presentation was so good, but this came from all the audio books I'd listened to. And it's like, you can't go in unless you got your stuff together. And it took That's me right. a year to put that business plan together. I didn't know that you have to have all that when you put a business plan together. It really was taxing on me. So, Oh, yeah. I've done it, and I never really follow it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody does that, right? When you first start a business, yeah. you go Google, you find a template, and you're like, oh, this is so great. It's already scripted for me. And then when you're done, it's 20 pages of, I've only found that it's worth it if you're going to get financing or like for you, you had to sell it to someone. For yep. me, it would make no sense. I, I, as I'm too day to day, but th- yeah. that was very smart though. <laughs> yeah. And, and because I did that, I paid someone to help me put it together and nice. he helped me establish my corporate credit. <gasps> cool. Yeah. So I learned everything there is to know about credit upside down, inside out. So that allowed me the flexibility to grow my company, my wow. company is CLG Investment Inc. Now I was just doing it, that company CLG Investment Inc. because I planned on getting a hedge fund. I was flying all over the country, meeting with people because of who I am. They were like, "I know he can bring us clients," but when I'm talking to them, I'm making them pitch me, and while I'm pitch, while they're pitching me, I'm learning. And they're teaching me. Sucking it in. <laughs> while they're pitching me. Because I'm asking the questions that I don't know anything about, but I'm acting like, well, why should I use your uh, firm to do my financials? Or why should I use your firm to do my uh, trading? You know what I mean? And they're just mm-hmm. pitching and pitching and pitching because they're like, he can bring us clients. He can bring us all the rappers. He can bring us all the athletes. He can bring us everybody. So they're just telling me the whole game. And the more I learned about running a hedge fund, the more I realized, I was one, I was in the wrong place, Atlanta, Georgia. I needed to be in New York. You didn't have to be in New York, but I needed to be somewhere that I wasn't distracted by the clubs because you can't do, you can't cross collateralize a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, I got hired at a couple of firms and I tried to do both, but I just couldn't because when you're a broker, they just want you to sell their financial services, whatever they are. Yeah. And it's an integrity thing with me. And it's like, well, how do you know what to trade? Well, how do you know what these people are doing? Or how? Just, just, just sell it to them. And I'm like, that's not me. Because of integrity, you know, that's not me. So fast forward, I'm ahead of the curve in the club game, uh, just developing a database of emails, developing a database of social networks. I'm very good. I'm always the leader of the pack. Everybody follows me. And... You know, fast forward a couple, you know, for last five years, I've been torn on leaving the club because it's like, it's time for me to go. It's been time for me to go. Yeah, moving and on. Because, you know, working in a strip club has been one of the greatest experiences of my life. Working in the clubs has been one of the greatest experiences of my life. But those paradigms shift and they change. And as you get older and mature, they're not for you anymore. And it's like, are you going to let it go or are you going to be a 60-year-old 
strip club DJ. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you happen to have a midlife crisis? <laughs> it, it, and, it, and it wasn't necessarily a midlife crisis because I've been blessed and I've made yeah. a lot of money and I've run my life like a corporation. So right. being able to get all of that street money whenever I wanted to, it was like an ATM because that's right. that's, uh, it's always fluid no matter the economy or what have you. And... You learn how to save. So when you save when it's good, you can and still save when it's bad. That's you right. know, after 10, 15 years, you look back and you're like, whoa, I got that much money? And then you don't want to touch it. And then I still get to go do shows, so I still have income. So September, I feel the same way. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, you know, I've been on this journey to learn the Internet. And, you know, the owner of my main club, she took care of me. She made it hard for me to leave. Because every time I wanted to leave, she was Aww. like, well, I got a raise for you. Aww. And she she retired and she sold the club. And she sold the club to I to the, the people that I had been working as colleagues with. And, it, you know, the writing was just on the wall. Once she was gone, I was gone. Yeah. So it took me about four or five months to get my stuff together. And then, uh, you know, the whole time, I'm always learning something else. Like, I've been learning voiceover for the last five years. I would fly to New York. Then come back, go to work, fly to L.A. and train, come back, go to work, just flying back and forth because I have friends. You know, I'm a companion. I get to fly the airlines, whatnot. So it came a point where I started getting very good at voiceover because voiceover for, you know, commercial and narration, real voiceover is different from, you know, club and radio and all that. And it's almost like speaking two different languages. So it was very difficult. I had to be ambidextrous to be able to be successful. So maybe three years, two years ago, I got hired at Apple and I did a lot of the voicing for urban voicing for Apple Radio. So I was happy about that. And it was just like, it's time to leave the club. So you can do it. it was, and and I did. Cut the cord. And, yeah, I, I did. I cut the cord and I have been immersed in SEO. I've been immersed in, you know, affiliate marketing, every aspect of anything, making money on the internet. I'm learning it all. You know, I had a client a few weeks ago that said, Lisa, you got to get into affiliate internet marketing. And I said, man, I just don't have time to do that. I wish I did, but I'm just, my business is my life, but I get it because he was telling me that every night, here's what he does. He gets all these sales from all these companies, and then he goes up and does all this these ads on the internet. And he changes the links every night, mm-hmm. and just watches the money come in. And he goes, yeah. "I actually hired somebody, some girl, to do it for me for like ten bucks an hour." And I'm like, "I just it, to me, it's a whole new line of work, you know." So, um, tell us about your what you're doing for SEO, maybe because a lot of my my listeners want to learn about SEO. And I know there's a difference between SEO and the internet marketing, right? I mean, they all work in concert. But if I had to give advice, the first thing I would tell somebody to, that, that's learning about any of the, this on the internet is to learn keyword research. Because with- if, you, if you do not know, keyword research allows you to think the correct way. Like, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, it's almost like, I want to use a club analogy or any analogy. 
if you trying to, you know, old school method was if you want to get in front of people or you want to, to market your business, you'd pass out flyers, you'd go get a billboard, mm-hmm. you'd go, you know, you'd ca- try to force feed your message to people. But because of the internet and because of Google search, you can, every day anybody gets on the internet, first thing you do is you check your emails probably, and then you try <laughs> to find what you're looking for. If there's something you're looking for, you're, you type it into Google search. That's now, right. if the, on the other end, there's, there, there are times where you can't find what you're looking for. So that is a problem for me. But, <laughs> if, me. It, but if me too is on the other side and says, hey, I can solve your problem, then me too gets the business. And that is key. You have to twist your brain. You have to get in front of the people that want your services. Yeah, I've learned that. That's how you found me. I, I don't remember exactly. exactly you, Outlook Expert Atlanta. Exactly. Well, hey. it, 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 that's what it is. And, and think about it. Just think if you hadn't been there, somebody else would have got the call, or it might not have been anybody there, or they might have not have answered the phone right or been there to help me with my pain point. They're called pain points. It's like, I need this now. Well, whoever's at the other end of that pain point gets the money. You don't even want to know. So get this. This week alone, I decided to do a sales and marketing tracking spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. I had on Friday 22 billable calls and 28 tire kickers. Yeah. So that's what, 50 calls in this week. I was taken, right? Yeah. Left and right going, oh, my God, this is not working. Like, what's wrong? And, you know, if I did get the other 28, I wouldn't have had the time. No. I mean, I wouldn't have. So I'm kind of like this week now, I'm going to sit and look at that, that sheet I made and be like, why didn't I win that? You know? And, and the thing is, I can't tell because a lot of people have set up just flat out, you're too expensive. Like, well, then go hire the non-Outlook expert then. You know? <laughs> but 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 here here's here's where learning everything and building your infrastructure sets you up. So I'm learning a program or platform called Infusionsoft, right? Okay. And Infusionsoft is basically see here what you just told me, your problem was is that you had twenty eight people who were tire kickers, but you had the other twenty calls they wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. Well, before you even took those calls, those 28 tire kickers through Infusionsoft would have been put into a whole nother category. And the, one, the ones that were serious were the ones that would have got you the call. Now, all this can be automated. So it's almost like having three or four workers for you that sift through all that. But this software it? does it. And it does it with the emails. Infusionsoft. It does it with everything you want to do. It's called Infusionsoft. I'm looking it up. is. It has been, it is very difficult to get your head around at first, but once you do, you see the power. Because I have 100,000 emails, and when I first started, I was like, okay, I'm going to just blast out to everybody. <laughs> but you can't do that. You just, can't. You can't. Just spammer. This is not a club. You know what I mean? This is, everybody knows, all the list knows who I am, but it's not a club. See, the whole point yeah. is to create value for people. So, you know, if 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 you're on my list because of clubs, if I'm trying to sell you the newest toothbrush, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? No, wrong audience. Wrong audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the wrong audience. So what you have to do is 
you have to start sifting through that audience and find out what they like. And hmm. then what Infusionsoft does, say, say I have, um, I send out a report like you did with your ebook. Yep. You send out the ebook and in, in, in to your list. There might be, you have a thousand people on that list, but only a hundred people might even answer the email. Well, that hundred people go into this bucket over here. 20 of those people are more interested in SEO. How can I learn more? Then you have another piece of information and you just start leading them to either another course. Like a sales funnel. A sales funnel. Sales funnel, yep. Yes, a sales funnel. But the sales funnel is just not necessarily for sales. It's to separate all all your people and all your contacts and all the people who are interested in you. Then you have them all separated. So if you have an offer for YouTube optimization, you can send out this email for this course to them. Or you can send out this piece of software. Mm-hmm. Or you can be an affiliate. There's a piece of software I love and I use. Might as well be an affiliate for it because it helps you. You can show that other people how it helps you to help them. What's that program? Hey, I got, I got every program there is. Oh, Especially when it comes to, comes to keyword research. That's why I was saying, let's get back to keyword. Keyword research to me is the most important because knowing the keywords to target and knowing the audience to target just makes your life a whole lot easier. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of people will say all you have to do is use Google or, or uh, AdWords keyword search tool. I don't even use that. Yeah, and it's, no. I don't use it. I did the first week until Me I too. really drilled down and started learning that, you know, SEM Rush is, is excellent. I use a um, subscription called SERPT. SERPT has, it does all of it all in one. It finds, you know, it shows the backlinks. It, it, you know, I use uh, SEO Moz. I use, I, I use those three. Those are my three go-to. Gotcha. And they help me drill down so deep that I find keywords that nobody's even thinking about. And have, because in keyword research, what you want is you want a lot of volume, but you want no competition. Unless you know how yeah. to build backlinks. Volume if you no know how to build backlinks, if you know Tell how to build, us about that. Okay, so a backlink, right? Well, first let me tell you what backlinks used to mean to people in tech. Yeah. And this yeah. is, I'm talking tech. Yeah. Um, like, you know, back in the day, you could put backlinks and, and uh, you'd hire some company and they'd go flood the market with all your backlinks. And back yeah. in the day, that used to help. Now yeah. it doesn't help. Now it can hurt now you. It doesn't help. Now but it you, doesn't help. Without giving away the secret, you know, secrets of what you do, just kind of explain how like a basic company like me would use a backlink opportunity. Okay. So say you have your company and you – you, me and you are talking right now, and you've helped me. So if I want to help you, I just say, hey, I'm going to do a little blog post, and I'm going to give you a shout-out. Mm-hmm. You know, if you guys have any, if you guys have any need for uh, Outlook help, I have the perfect person that can help you. Here's the link. Now, if my site has, it's called Domain Authority. Mm-hmm. This is you now. This is this is how I explain domain authority to people in the streets. <laughs> so, <laughs> if it, and I hope I don't offend anybody, but you know, my whole quest is to be able to articulate this to every 
segment of our society. Black people, white people, Hispanic people, everybody in the ways that they understand. So for me, my best analogy is say you got the guy who might sell a little weed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's a domain authority of one because he's the low on the totem pole. But then you got a domain authority of 10 who's El Chapo. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> he's he's ranked high in that. He, word. He's ranked very high. He's the connect. He, he's, he's he's the head of. He's the, he's, he's, he's the connect. Yeah. So, if I have a domain authority of ten, if I'm El Chapo in internet terms, in a legal way, and I touch you and send you that link, well, that's going to give you more juice. Gotcha. And if your domain authority is maybe two or three. Well, Google sends those spiders through and says, hey, dang, he's, he's recommending her. Not, it doesn't say that, but all Google reads is code. Exactly. They don't see pictures. They don't, that's why it's important to have good on-page SEO, which is you want the keyword in your title tag. You want the keyword in your description. You want the keyword in your pictures. That's you want right. all of that optimized so when Google spiders crawl through your site, they can get the information that they're supposed to get. Google gives yeah. you the formula. So you is the backlink situation used to be you could just do any old type of backlinks, and the more backlinks you had, the better. Now it is still the backlinks, but it's the quality of the backlink. That's right. And from what I've heard, um, you're supposed to actually put in the – what's it called? The anchor words. So anchor like you, you yeah. should put like – um, I hired Lisa from Call That Girl Outlook Expert, and then you'd anchor link that with the URL. And actually, they yeah. want you to have they want you to have a combination of anchor text, yeah, uh, naked URLs, and that there's a ratio that they have that they want you to have. Mm -hmm. So all of everything, all their rules now are based on ratios. They feel that. You guys listened to our instructions and you did what you want, we wanted you to do. We're going to bless you. The people who don't, don't get ranked as high. And anybody who cheats, they get a penalty. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody's figured out ways to cheat the system now. And there are courses out there that teach you how to do it. But, you know, Google always gets wise. It's a cat and mouse game. Dude, that little book I sent you? Yeah. All Google cheating. <laughs> hey, but not really. Not really because no, because I, I'm not cheating. But it is kind of what it, it is. It is, is cheating plan. because it's not organic. Is <laughs> no. but but who's say who's the say? Google doesn't doesn't read intent. They read code. Yep. You know what I mean. So does your does your blog post have 500 words? How is it structured? Is it user user friendly? So how they gauge intent now is, well, what are your social shares? That's why mm -hmm. social networking is so important to um, search engine rankings. They won't, they'll say it's not, but it is because every social network has a domain authority of 10. Twitter, Facebook. That's why you only hear fa Twitter, Facebook, um, Google+. Plus. Google+, Plus is theirs. YouTube. Google owns YouTube. Yep. So now... You can make you can optimize your YouTube uh, videos, YouTube pages, YouTube channels. You can optimize your Facebook page, Facebook channels, and all these social networks are building their marketing platforms. Yep. So that's why your friend was telling you affiliate marketing is so incredible because Facebook ads you can shoot Facebook ads to your 
video or to your web page or to your blog post or any any page that you're trying to blow up and it gets authority now there are ways to do it and that gets deeper and deeper technically but there, it, this is not easy no you know i tell people that i was like i'm still it, it's, it's a moving target and it's not easy and there's no way around it there's no way to shortcut it you no. have to go through it. The only thing I was meaning by Google cheating, my book is very legitimate. But the point is, is that I teach you how to do it in uh, yeah. my SEO is the SEO book I wrote is best suited for people that want location based calls. It, yeah, local market, local, local yeah. SEO. Yeah. And that will work. It's mm-hmm. been proven. And, the, the you know, the cool thing is it's just a little guide, you know, and, yeah. and it's nothing illegal. That's I don't want cheating, people though. to think that. No, 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 that's not cheating. No, but cheating is <laughs> stealing, having a, having, having a private blog network of sites that are irrelevant to your site oh, and then man. having all those links point to you. And because Google doesn't see that, now that's cheating. But you don't What's even that have called? Huh? That's called a PBM, private blog network. Oh, people, really? Yeah. What people do is they buy expired domains, right? Say there's a there's a site that the you know either went out of business or whatever. Yeah. But while they were in business, that domain had a domain authority <laughs> of nine. <laughs> so what people do is they have software that scours the internet, and there are thousands of domains that go, you know, that end every day. Like and, here's an example: Circuit City. Yeah. They had firedog.com, I think. That was one of their uh, yeah. subsidiary things, and that, like, is gone. So that would been a good one, right? Yeah. So, now, if you had bought firedog.com, all you'd have to do is <laughs> go back in time and take an old version <laughs> of the site, put it back up, and Google Spiders would have put a couple wow. blogs on it, revamp it just a little bit, not change it, but keep it the same. And now you could have sent links from that site. To your site, that's or, I just read that a, on a yeah, forum. or to a uh, 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 to a social network, and through so you have a buffer. It's almost like a moat in a castle. You have a buffer. <laughs> you have a defense, so you don't get a Google penalty. I could talk about this for hours. Oh, private blog network! Wow, and it, that doesn't make me want to do it. But speaking of that, here's what happened uh, yesterday. I helped a client. And mm-hmm. she um, she put in, I actually asked people how they heard about me, and many clients actually put the link in that they found, which is cool. And you know what came up? MSOutlookExpert.com. I bought that like two years ago and just put up a nothing site. Yes. It, guess what? It doesn't rank in Google anywhere. Go to Bing. I'm on page one. Yeah. And I'm because, like, what the heck? I forgot about that site. Yeah, so, because Bing, Bing, yeah. you got Bing, you have MSN, <laughs> you have Google, and you have uh, Yahoo. And nobody, you think people don't think about Yahoo and Bing, but everybody has a, had a Yahoo mail account. So oh, people yeah. Still search, people still search through Yahoo, Searches. probably not, not meaning to, but sometimes it pops up and you end up searching with it. You're like, wait a minute, I don't search for this anymore. I search for Google. It's almost like people having AOL pages. If you know how, if you can, whatever the link is, and if this has a high domain authority, and you can get that juice to go through something else, mm-hmm. and then that juice goes to your site, you're going to rank higher in the search engine. So you could do all the on, on-page SEO. You can have it laid out beautifully. You can have all the keywords in the right places, your descriptions, your title tags, your H1 tags, all of that just, just magnificent. I have but all that. Sometimes if you don't I sh- have any backlinks, <laughs> you're sitting oh, in space. Oh, I do. 
you're sitting in space. So you have to have back. And there are all kind of ways to get backlinks. You can go. I mean, you can go to you, you just have, that's where your network comes in. Like, that's where yeah. your customers come in. You 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 trade and I'll give you a link. You give me a link. Oh. And if the link is better, you, you don't have to do that. But there are other ways to get links. People will notice you. Like you said, some links, you don't even know where they came from because people are like, she helped me a lot. I'm going to shoot her a link. Or they left a comment. You could leave a comment somewhere and say, hey, check out call. You know, if they because they have what's called a follow and, and no follow. So a lot okay. of blogs and a lot of uh, comment sections, either they're going to have where you can follow because they want to see the comments or they're going to have no follow. So if it's a follow, you can leave your you can leave your website address and yeah. you'll get that link credit back to your site. But if it's no follow, you're doing it for nothing and you could possibly get a penalty. So you, you know what? I was I was penalized by Microsoft um, about a year ago. I thought, hey, this is a great marketing idea. I'm going to join the Microsoft community forums. Oh, look at this. I already have good authority with the word Microsoft Outlook and all the other things I keyword. Mm -hmm. And uh, they said, hey, you could put a signature in there. So what do I do? Spend like a nice you know, chunk of time getting this awesome signature. And I start going into the forums and in, in the Outlook and I start answering people's questions like they were clients. And Microsoft yeah. did not like that. And no. they banned me the first day. Yeah, they don't play the forum. If no. you got to. You have to be careful with the forums, and because yeah. if you go in, it's, it's almost like spamming the forums, and you know they just want you to be good members of the community. That's I was all. though. I was though. You yeah. know what? Actually, I only put in two posts before I got banned, and yeah. they were not anything pushing. But I think the moderator saw my signature because nobody else yeah. uses signatures because they're just users that don't want to be. Uh, yeah. They don't want to be known. They use fake names, and actually, one girl was having a problem, and I said, uh, "I actually think that's a virus." And after that, done. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they, don't like, they don't like negative stuff. Like, no. wait a minute. They're on a whole Microsoft platform. That's saying we did it. No, 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 no. Let's exactly, get rid of Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I was done. And you know what? The, my competition is them. Yeah. So they probably were like, what is she trying to do? We're the biggest country or biggest uh, company in the world. And here's this little girl trying to get in on our goods. You know, I'm like. But, but you know what? <laughs> they, they, you, you meet a need that people want which yeah. is they want to talk to a person they want to talk to somebody who's american and they want they and they don't mind paying to help them solve their pain point i got to get this outlook fi outlook fixed tomorrow before i do something else to mess it up yeah, that's right but you're gonna make me sit and wait and email me back and blah 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 when i can call you and say look i'll pay whatever <laughs> you want help me and you'll be like i got you what you doing tomorrow and you and, and it's done it's that it's that simple, and you provided you you gave so much more value than Microsoft did because I know <laughs> you got and and that's what every company they're so big that they can't possibly help everybody one to one. That's why people make a lot of money on the internet doing that. Yeah, I think that's why I actually some of my tire kickers I get like mm -hmm. they don't email me back because I'm like you. Hey, I got you. You know, I'll help you tomorrow. I'm really not like business professional with my booking appointments. Mm -hmm. I actually use smiley faces, you know, the smiley icon. Um, I'm like, oh, would love to help you. I'm very personable. And I can tell that those 20-some people that hired me are same-minded like me. Those other people, may, maybe they were expecting a big professional company, but that's not my business, you know? You're not going to get that with me. Hey, this is what I love about the internet. <laughs> Everything is game. 
Like my, there, you know, I have friends who are trying to cr- climb the corporate ladder, and they're like, "You have to do it this way." You have to. I was like, "I don't got to do it any way I want." The whole reason I'm doing this <laughs> is so I can do what I want to do when I want to do it. If exactly. I want to go sell, if I want to sell T-shirts tomorrow, I'm selling T-shirts. If I want to go do SEO, get a couple clients, then I'm gonna do that. If I want to make some music, I'm gonna do that. If I want to blow up a tag team site and get a bunch of shows, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> My life now is about doing. Whatever I want to do, when I want to do it, yeah. and, 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 and still being successful at it because I know the internet. And I know how it works. I know how to make money from it. And, you know, I'm at the, I'm at the beginning of it. And I, I chose to learn everything that I could possibly learn. So that means that, that goes from learning YouTube and how it works and how it functions. Facebook and how it works and how it functions. Instagram, like before, I was just doing what everybody, I was just like, okay, that's a new hot social network. Let me go on and blow that up. But what you don't, what people don't understand is that all of those entities have to work like a well oiled machine. Mm-hmm. Because what you're doing is you're sending backlinks. You're just sending backlinks into space when you yeah. can be strategic and send that Instagram backlink to all of your other social networks, which in return send those backlinks to your site, which gives you more authority, which might send to a blog, which might send to uh, a, a newspaper article, or you could write for somebody else's blog. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just a million ways to get backlinks. I do that but, right now. When I put out, uh, let's just use, for example, this show, uh-huh. to my, or to later on today, we'll get it out. I put it on Podbean, then I backlink it to my call that girl.biz site. And then I go out on LinkedIn, Twitter, G plus Facebook. I put it out on about 10 different channels. So the link is there, but I don't promote the Podbean. I promote but, call that girl. But because you're on Podbean, cause I did this research. As soon as I saw that, I was like, let me do Podbean has a domain authority of seven. Nice. <laughs> so because you're on Podbean, you're already ahead of the game. So if you link back to your site, that's a link from a, a, a domain authority of 70. That's nice. how you do it. So we're, so just like you're on Podbean, it's bringing the juice back to you. That's how the social networks are. And, yep. then, you actually, and then you even actually probably could be uh, on your sponsor's website, which brings more juice back to you. So it's oh. about on the quality <laughs> It's about having links on quality websites that bring the juice back home. Gotcha. And, you know, it's almost like bringing the bacon home. That's You, you got to feed. You got to feed the family. I've and been on TechCrunch. Or actually, what is one of those? Um, I don't pay attention to them so much anymore. I think I was on TechCrunch. Uh, I just gave a blog out about five years ago about some antivirus. Mm-hmm. And I was still getting links to it on yeah. my Google Analytics. I don't know if it was TechCrunch. It was one of those. Um, but anyway, yeah, it does work. And you can see where it comes in with your Google Analytics. I should show you sometime mine. You would freak out. Hey. I, I, I do really well with that. I can look at I can look at your analytics right now. Oh, you I can? Software, I have software where I can look at it and analyze Aww. any site. I know how many keyword how many keywords you're using. I know how, how uh many links you're getting. I know where the links are coming from. I know if they're follow or do follow like this knowledge. <laughs> to a business Gold. can make or break them. That's why I don't really do it because it's going to cost you. If, if, if It's going to cost you. And I, and, and I don't want to be sitting doing no. this all day. You know what I mean? I like just doing what I want to do. I like okay. learning. And it's like what I'm trying to build, <clears throat> what I'm trying to build is something special 
and something that will last and something that I could teach. So if I can build a course and teach it in a way that the youth can understand or the African-American community can understand because I speak the language, I can yeah. speak, you know, I, I can give analogies that relate to a certain segment. That's all niches are. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. well, the first thing about anything, you got to find a niche. Your niche is Outlook. That's what you do. That's right. Okay. But so, I have sales funnels, and and I'm learning that with my business coach. I've talked mm-hmm. about him uh, to a lot of people, and on my shows that I am getting into that next level. Like when I at, earlier I said, you did you have a midlife crisis? I kind of did. I'm 47 years old, and I was like, I don't want to run this old business anymore. I go to the next level, so I started building new services. So why don't you tell us what are some of the services that you're planning on kind of putting together to offer? Whatever I think of on the, <laughs> happens that day. <laughs> now, in reality, I know I can't do that, but for me, my first service is voiceover. Yeah. Okay? So voiceover, the quick synopsis of what people do is they train, they use a bunch of coaches. They go try to find an agent. And then they go on a bunch of auditions. I'm not trying to do that. Now, people will say, you're never going to get work. You're never going to do this. You're never going to do that. But I'm like, why would I go through that? And I will go through that if I have to go through that. But there is, don't tell me there isn't another way because you know nothing about backlinking. You know nothing about SEO. So sure. therefore, you can't tell me anything. So if I'm if I'm can can rank on the first page of voiceover male talent or voice talent male and there's 2000 searches a month somebody's looking for a male voice talent out of that 1000 people there's going to be two or three people that like my voice. Mm-hmm. And one of the all you need is one to hire you to pay you a thousand times $1000 every time you get on the mic. Okay. Now, if I need some money, I can go and do. I could go. I could start at Fiverr, but Fiverr is going to get me money because people want people who are reliable. People want people who can get the job done. I can do, uh, you know, Upwork. I could do all of the outsourcer sites. I can I can contact outsourcers, but I could do all this through SEO. That's why right. I go out? Why I go out there saying, "Hey, everybody, look at me! Look at me!" When I can say. What do the people need that I have? How can I get my voice in front of the people that I feel, through the analytics, want my services? Hey, I paid my my guy at the beginning of my show from Fiverr. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 but but <laughs> he's the go-to, and you will recommend him to somebody else. And if you want to see him outside Fiverr, then it's worth paying that $100, $200 to get something done right. Is that how people on Fiverr make money is they do That's the $5 they job now, and then they there, get hired there's outside? A couple, there's a couple. Now, here's how Fiverr works. There's a couple people who, you know, the professionals that use Fiverr or the people who can work the system with Fiverr, um, they go on volume. So if all you're doing is a 30-second commercial, it takes you five minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but if, you, if you're going to pay $5 for it, well, it's going to take me a week to get it done. But yeah. if you want it tomorrow, you can pay $20, and I got you. <laughs> so that's how they make money. Oh, now, if you want more voiceovers, I can give you five voiceovers if you pay me $150. But see, Fiverr doesn't let you get to that level no. until you got more under your belt. So that's why a lot of people go for volume, because once you get to a certain level, 
then Fiverr lets you charge whatever you want to charge. You still got to charge $5 because it's called Fiverr, but they let you add the little extras yep. to it's get – The upsells. That's what yeah, I, I that's actually do the upsells. Yeah. And nobody if, – if you're, if you're getting it for 5 bucks, you don't mind paying $30 to get it tomorrow. No. If they do it right. You know what I mean? If they're doing something small and if it's more, then it's like you don't mind paying $100 because you know if you get somebody super professional, you have to pay 1000 but most people just use that to kickstart, and then that Fiverr gig is a backlink to their site. You see what I'm saying? Because hmm. Fiverr has a domain authority of nine. So because you have a profile on Fiverr, now you got the juice of Fiverr coming directly to your site. I do. Exactly. And, and mine says, call that girl with my little icon. I'm exactly. actually branded everywhere. <laughs> branded everywhere, and that's what branding right. is about. But you have to make sure on your analytics – that all of those links coming to you line up in a row. They're clean. Hmm. Don't have any spammy links in. It's not about the quality. Quantity. It's about the quality. And once you do that with the on-page SEO, that's all Google wants. And they want you. They want you to provide value for people. Google is a search engine. All they want is when people type in something, they find what they want. Yeah. <laughs> that's their business. So that's what they do. Now, I actually have some junk coming in mine right now. I'm looking at it. I've got something called Traffic Cash. Yes, that's, that's a spammy. Now, <sighs> say say you get too many of those, mm-hmm. that hurts your that hurts your Google score. So you have to you have to be diligent and you have to say, look, Google, I don't know what this is coming from. This is a spammy link. Somebody threw it at me. This is a do not do not follow. Don't. This is not. Uh. Uh-uh. I got two. Actually, I got one called Share Buttons. Also, I don't know how I'm even on these sites. Yeah, but those are those are like collateral damage. I know from other things. That's why you have to. That's why they call it Google and that, uh, Analytics because you have to monitor every aspect about your site. So for, for me, yeah. the voiceovers part one. Okay. Now the voiceover goes into the voiceover has four different functions. Me doing voiceover, but then I could do. TV commercials for my affiliate products. True. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> because I can be the voiceover for, I can be the infomercial guy for the internet. I can be the infomercial guy on YouTube. I can be the infomercial guy on all the video networks because I know how to do SEO. So I already know how. I have software where it tells me how many people are searching a month in YouTube. Then it tells me what the competition is. And then I put it in a spreadsheet do my column and go where where it's where, where just zeros to one. And everything that's a zero, that means there's no competition, which means there's no video on YouTube for that keyword. Then you make a video with that keyword. And even if that, that site, you know, on Google, that keyword on Google is big and it's hard to get on, the fact that there's no other videos with that keyword, Google will put you on the mm-hmm. first page. I do really well with some of my YouTube videos, and yeah. they were actually accidental. Some of exactly. them, yeah. But but it's accidental, but it's not. If you do, if you if you dig down and do the research, you'll see that there might not have been any competition for that keyword. No. Therefore, Google wants a video on the first page. They want one or two videos because they own YouTube. That's right. And then, and then you can then now Facebook and, and YouTube are in a pitch battle. That's why Facebook ads <laughs> are so cheap. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's, I actually saw one of my one of my videos went viral. Now, I've never had a viral video. And this to me is viral. It might not be to th- everybody else. But um, about 
six months ago, this thing called Microsoft Clutter started coming up in people's outlooks, and I knew how to remove it. So I put a video out there, and within a day, I had 50 views. Next day, 100 yeah. views. And then guess what? I found out I messed it up. I had too much personal information in the video. Like, uh, you could see it mine. So I yank it right down, redo the video without any of my personal stuff. Now I've got 5,300 views from five months ago. Yeah. That, to me, is huge. And and, and just think yeah. if, you had optim- if you had optimized that video, which is putting the right proper keywords, which are tags, Doing the same way you would do on on uh, page SEO for a blog, you have the keyword in your title, you have the keyword in your description, and you know you you optimize your channel, and then it's just about the backlinks and getting. But you already got the views because it went viral, so now you could have you could have made money off of that video. I do. I actually do make money off YouTube. Um, I don't make a lot, but no, I mean, it's not a lot. But you know, you yeah. it, other advertisers. Are saying, hey, call that girl is worth me advertising on. Yeah. And then the beauty of it is, you don't have to pay for that advertising until or they don't have to pay for the advertising in, until they look at the whole video. Yeah. And rarely do people ever look at the whole video. So that's why YouTube advertising is getting cheap. Facebook advertising is getting cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pinterest advertising is cheap. Instagram advertising is really cheap because Facebook owns Instagram. Like everybody's yeah, getting right. their marketing platform. Twitter advertising's not that cheap, but it depends on the keywords you're trying to rank for. Mm. So I mean, like all this stuff you have to know to be able to wield to weaponize your ability to make money on the internet. And it's hard. I mean, I just love doing it. I mean, it I is. I do like I do so much. Like I I I'm in a site called Meetups, right? I do meetup. Yeah, so I've been I go to meetups every day. I, I went to a writing meetup earlier. You know, yesterday I didn't go to one yesterday. The day before I went to a WordPress uh PHP coding meetup because they provide clarity because these people in these meetups only know how to, a lot of them only know how to do one thing. Yeah. But when you come and say, Well, hey, I do SEO and they're like, What? You know how to do SEO? I tried that, man, but it's just not and it's like, dude, all right, you and it's tough. You can help me. I help you. You know what I mean? Because to me, SE, to me, SEO is getting easier and easier by the day because I'm putting in the work. You know what I mean? I'm putting in, and, and it's taking me longer because I'm putting in the work with SEO. I'm putting in the work with social networks. I'm yeah. putting in the work with affiliate marketing. I'm putting in the work with you know putting the stores together. Putting in the work with you know I, I I'm a graphic artist so I do video editing I do all of that. Oh, man. Now there's just no You're way like that I can threat. do all that. There's no way that I could do all that physically as a human being. But if I have to put together a little campaign once I put it together it's set. Yeah, and I think you should. You know what? I think you should. And here's what you should uh well I I like putting together plans and packages is the simple small business would love to have an all-in-one, you know, yeah. you, you do the blog, you make the videos, go do all the SEO. And, and there's, uh, with a lot of marketing companies nowadays, they, they kind of, they're too big to understand the small business. Oh man. And I hate that because anytime one does call and pitch me, I'm like, please, I do my own and I'm yeah. good at it. And I like because, it. Because, because they <laughs> are so big that yeah. They're not they're not in the trenches. I'm in the trenches. No. I've been in these streets all my life, <laughs> but by choice, not because I'm not educated and because I go through, you know, inner city I stuff. Know. I've been blessed. I've I've 
I have. I've, I'm educated, but I love the streets because of what I, I'm a DJ. I've been a DJ since I was a kid, and I've, I'm an entertainer. I still travel the world. I still do shows. I, I'm 49. I get to be 18 twice a month. Were we saying that? The internet is ageless. It's ageless. It's ageless. I it's love ageless. it. So, so think about, you know, all of the things that you've done in your life. I bet you could find that stuff on the internet. And those are backlinks to you. Oh, Back that's to you. scary, actually. If I think about some of the stuff I've done in the past 12, 15 years. But the good stuff. You know no, what I mean? I like, like say somebody <laughs> did a somebody said say somebody did a blog post five years ago about you or your business. Well, yeah. What if that magazine or that blog has a domain authority of nine now? Well, that's yeah, true. If you go back and say, "Hey, I'm glad you did that article on me. Reach out to me." They all they all have a block on their blogs, but if they know that it's you and they wrote the article on you, now they let you through. You got that link back to your site. Now you're getting more domain authority and your site is raising in the, and you, you that's how you get <laughs> on the first page of Google for difficult keywords. And I actually did that once. I had yeah. a media page yeah. because I was doing a lot of interviews and a lot of stuff for um, back in the day, LinkedIn. Now yeah. LinkedIn is a huge authority. LinkedIn, you know? LinkedIn is yeah. perfect too. LinkedIn is yeah. LinkedIn is all of, all those networks have finally got their stuff together. Oh, I know. And it's such a nightmare still. You have to know all of them, but there's automated, you know, and that's, you know, it's kind of a violation of turn. They don't want you to use automated stuff, but it's just the way of the world. It's like mm-hmm. Infusionsoft is all automated. You could, they have a word Infusionsoft. You could, you could link that to your Facebook. Now that anybody does anything with you on Facebook, they get put into a bucket. <laughs> and now you can advertise to them because you got their email. Same thing with uh, YouTube. Same thing with all the social networks. Uh-huh. They go, they get sifted through. And they get placed where they want. They need to be placed. And if they're if they're just kicking the tires, then it means you have to nurture them. You have to get them to the point where they're ready to buy something for you. Then they go back. They're, then they're in. And now you got them because they trust you. You give them value, mm-hmm. and I mean your customers love you. So they they know you get. They know that you give them value, and yeah. you're trying your best to help them solve their problems. That means a lot in all this clutter that we deal with today on the internet and life and everywhere. So when you find allies like that, we all look out for each other and that's That's how it works. That's right. We could have a whole show on referring. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I got to tell you that, um, you know, I, I mean, I work a lot with referral work and it, to me, it's just underground marketing. Mm -hmm. It really, uh, you know, I've done it for like eight years now, but it just seems to go through shift changes where in the beginning it was all about referrals, then it became not about referrals, and now I don't even get any referrals from my clients almost at all. But you know, I'm getting referrals from other people in the industry. It's a, you know? it's a moving yeah. target. Yeah, it's and that's what's target. Because you know, you might not get like you might not get stuff from people because they don't want to share me. <laughs> or not even not even that they don't want to share you. They just it, I mean, sometimes things just get overlooked. So it's yeah. just too much information overload. It is. And you can't possibly do everything and get back to everybody. No. And it, it, it hurts your head sometimes. I do actually I, get referrals, but it's so it's really rare. But I think um honestly is that I you know, when people come looking for me, they're usually in a state of despair. Yeah. 
And then they're they're panicking. I get a lot of that where they're like, look, this is really bad. And I'm like, yep, let me get in there. And it's bad. <laughs> you know, so it's not like a, you know, it's not like your local service company down the street. You don't talk to your neighbors about me. But I mean, I definitely am working on testimonials and some other things with referring other with other companies. That's going to be very helpful. Like you could become a referral for me and I pay 20 percent commission. Yeah, I you mean, know, you, you tell your story to that, other people. That's that's what's going to happen. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. that 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 funnel, all those funnels have to be built once they're built. Because I have ten pieces of product, ten pieces of software that I use daily, and I'm going to tell people this is what I use. This is how I do it. Click my link. <laughs> nine, nine. Yeah, I mean, nine out of ten people are not going to go through what I went through to learn all of this. No. They're not. You be sure to send me all your links with affiliate links too. I'm, it's real popular in our industry to have affiliate links for stuff. I'll put it all in the show notes, whatever it's, you it's, want. Um, I mean, it has helped me more than anything. I spend a lot of money now, oh, but yeah. it's 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 helped me accelerate my learning curve. To but a hey, level I love that, commission checks. Hey, and commission then with checks the, are with great. The meetups now, the meetups give you clarity because you're around professionals who are doing it. On the ground, you know, yeah, it's real people. And, and and when they're doing on the ground, you kind of get a different perspective from people that are in the trenches and you're just doing one thing. That's right. But when they teach you, it's like, oh, okay. So now I'm learning how to code, and that has eluded me for years. But now I get it because uh, it all came together, and things just start coming together when you do things. You have a different approach sometimes, or you switch things up, or you twist. You get you you get the ability to twist your brain. And backward engineer things because that's what I had to do at SEO. I was oh, like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna do the keywords and I'm gonna have a business and I'm just gonna make a lot of money because all I gotta do is get the keywords right and I'm good. And it was just like, Ooh, wait it a took minute, a lot what to are, learn. What are backlinks. <laughs> oh, there's so what, much to learn. I, you know, the SEO. Analytics? Yeah, so, I, I, I mean, spent six months trying to learn the SEO magic that worked for me until mm-hmm. finally one day, I, after six months, um, I've said this before. Every night I exported my Google Analytics and I Googled my business compared it to others mm-hmm. till finally one day I realized the magic and I told my marketing assistant, I figured it out and this is yeah. our goal. This is our game plan. And after that, yeah. I just started killing it. Yeah. But I had to spend and six months. Yeah. But it, but I get I get pretty much every course that's out there, right? Yeah. And the main stream you know the main thread on all those courses is that all the people that are successful just told the same story you did so yeah. i know that everything is going to work out because you know all you i got to do is the just time. The trigger i'm putting in the time but i want to do it on a level that even if somebody tries to copy me i'm already to the next thing because that's how it's been in the club so i'm just going off the of instinct <laughs> You know, it's like well, I can't have everybody doing the same thing I'm doing. And then that's just the instinct of not losing business. But I already know that even by the time you learn what I learn, I'll be on to the next thing. Like I, I'm yeah. talking Google knowledge graphs. I'm talking any mm. social network that comes out. I'll know how to manipulate it and use it, you know, weaponize it to my side. You know, what I mean, it's just it's it's just it's weaponize war. it. That's why I love it that is. term, because it's like, you know. I could take SEO and weaponize it and get paid. You know what I mean? It's like I can use it against another business. I After I talked to you yesterday or the day before yesterday, a young lady called me and said she just became the general manager of a, a restaurant 
she needed my help to to uh, do some marketing. And why did she do that? Because I was already in the mode because I talked to you and I just start <laughs> talking like a geek and it just it, it blew her away because she was like, look, man, how much does it cost? I was like, it's going to cost you. <laughs> but, but first, I got to know I got to know some things. So what I have is I have a um, I have a brochure. I have, I have a fill out form where you got to fill out a whole bunch of information so I can even know how to attempt to help you. Or even put together a price on how to help you because I yeah. can't just say I do SEO. It depends on what you need. It depends on budget? how good your food is, what your budget is. What's your budget? What, you know, it, all those things factor in. If your food is crappy, then I'm just taking your money. That's you know, right. I'm, I'm going to tell you that. I don't, I don't like to do that. I want to I help people who don't have a clue and show that their business has grown because of me so I can Make have that money. case study. Yeah, and, and have that case study and yeah. proof. You know, so I mean, I'm having a ball. I'm having a ball. Well, and- the thing is, after we talked, I did a lot of thinking about stuff too. That's why I love the internet. I love mm-hmm. it because I can have a five minute conversation with someone and be like, okay, I want to, I want to talk to you more because we can either help each other or make money or something. And I, that's what I love about being an entrepreneur. This yeah. stuff excites me. Oh, yeah. And and like what we were talking about earlier, the learning that I have spent into learning stuff is because I generally want to learn it for myself and maybe sell it as a service. You know, that sounds like what you do too, is that, you know, you dive in and want to learn something and then you piece it out and decide if you like it or not. Mm-hmm. But what if you spend a lot of time learning something? You're like, ah, oh, I friggin' hate that, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I got a lifetime of that. But yeah. what happens is that you truly don't give up on it. Mm-mm. It's just another, another bullet in your holster. That's right. You know, so when it's time to put that whole big ball of yarn together, all that knowledge yeah. comes back to you. And you, that's where the creativity of doing things that other people are not doing comes into play. And then you're more successful. And by the time they figure out what you did, you have so many of those that you have so many different way, directions that you can go. If they spend all their time trying to follow you, they're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Now on the Internet, it's a whole different no. game. It's a new form of the streets. And I love it. I'm having a ball. Well, I'll tell you, the more the more talent you have, which when you said I know graphics and video editing, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so jealous because I've done my own editing and videos on YouTube and I hate it. Hey. I, I will never love it. I, I can tell you that is something I will never, ever love. I hate it, too. No. But <laughs> I, had to, I had to get good at it. And I, yeah. I, I actually, because I've been in the clubs, my, I'm driving the bus. So I know yeah. what people want to hear. To be a good DJ, you have to know what people want to hear, and you have to be first. You have to have the new music first. That's right. You have to you have to make everybody love you if you want to get paid, and that's the key to it. So therefore, you have to have a sense of what people want and be able to provide it for them without them even knowing that you're providing it for them. Yeah, that's and they true. appreciate it because you didn't have to sell them; you just did it for them, and you give what you want first. That's my motto. You got to give what you want first. So if I if I want some money, then I'm gonna have to give something for it, because that's how it goes. That's that's karma. That's funny you asked that lady <laughs> for a good question. I'm sorry, I'm fading back to that story when you're talking to the restaurant lady. And you're like, it's gonna cost you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my line. I'm sticking to. It's gonna cost you. I'm telling you. Yeah, but, it, but you know, some people are gonna be like, "What's it gonna cost me?" And I'm like, "Okay, we'll fill out this form, and we'll see." 
you know, and I'll tell you what I can do for you and what I can't do for you. And I'll be yeah. honest. I don't need I I I like I would like your money, but I don't need your I want money. Want to be good money. I want it to be well, good. I want to, I want to do a good job for you. So therefore I have to do the proper analytics. I have to do the proper research. If somebody tells you, you know, I could do this and do that and it's going to cost you this and they don't know anything about your business. Damn. Oh man. I tell people I'm 139 an hour. You have a Gmail problem. Now well, let's just give it one to three hours. I'm like, so it's going to be around 400 some bucks. And they're like, really? I go, yes. And you're talking to a high level surgeon. So if this, you want it done right, that's what it'll cost. And that's the average. And right. at least I have the expectation of what they're going to pay. You know, that's how, that's how I've learned everything. Mm-hmm. I had to learn QuickBooks that way. That's been the hardest oh. learning QuickBooks <laughs> and learning, learning how to be a bookkeeper because nobody can do my books like me. <laughs> That has been difficult. That has been the most one of the most difficult things that I've had to undertake. But I had to learn it, so I had to pay people. You know, oh. it, when you have to learn it, it it's got to be learned. But once you learn it, Jeez, what, what, don't, what don't you know how to do? Let's talk. Let's talk about that for a minute, and then we'll close up the show. Somebody <laughs> asked me that in a meetup. They they they're, they're like, well, you know, I said, well, what if you? Because they were like, you can't do everything. You can't do everything. You can't be good at all things. You know, and they were having a conversation, and that was the tone of it. And I was like, well, what if you're good at a lot of things and you have experience Yeah. because your hustle is superior than a lot of people? <laughs> this this old guy in the bag, he said, well, then, my friend, you are a golden unicorn. I was like, well, call me a golden unicorn because I'm trying to – people, everybody's telling me I can't do it. And when you tell me I can't do it, I, I feel you. I get you because that's your world. But my world, you yeah. know, I'm a do it or die trying. And people told me that I couldn't be a rap, you know, I couldn't be a rapper. But now I'm in history books and I've been doing the same record for the last right. years. And I'll be doing the same record for as long as I live. So And that song will never go away. We, it's always fun. Anytime yeah, you hear it, you're, you're, you know, you instantly start feeling it. It's because it's a yeah. memory of a time <laughs> that was beautiful. That's right. That was. I remember ninety three. Ninety three. That was right. The beginning of the internet. Beginning. Everything was just good. AOL chat. (laughs) AOL chat. And and you know what's funny is in ninety three. I think I was. uh, I I, just about a year before that. I went to my first Lollapalooza. I was hanging out at First Avenue in Minneapolis. That was like my, you know, home turf for for going out. Mm -hmm. And. it was really, I was like, I don't know, maybe 25, I think. So, I mean, I was really just, I was talking to my friend about this the other day. We had no goals in life. We just lived, you know, every day. It was just a, another, here's a brand new day. What are we going to do with it? And we didn't care. You know, it was, it was good times back then. That's, that's why music yeah. is important because, you know, it's a, it's a snapshot in time. Yeah, it is. Just like a picture. You see a picture you haven't seen in 20 <laughs> years, you get emotional because you remember it takes you back to that memory. That's right. Oh, uh, you know. Yeah. Thank God for MTV. Thank God for MTV. That's what all started that, I think. Yeah. Well, hey, it was uh, awesome having you on the show. I think that this is my first, like, non-traditional tech show. And I'm very happy to uh, have such good uh, discussions with you because I was kind of worried. Like, how's this going to go? It's, you know, I mean, I've never had somebody that wasn't tech. But uh, this is all valuable uh, stories and information. Totally. Mm-hmm. Very Definitely. cool. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming. Here. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And when I was telling uh, 
uh, telling you uh, the day we're talking, I was like, you should just come on my show. And, and when you said yes, I was like, oh, my God, he said yes. That's so awesome. Because <laughs> I had never thought about doing a podcast. You were like, I, people had asked me to do a podcast 10 years ago. And I was like, eh, okay, cool. But never, nobody ever set it up. And now I understand the power of it mm-hmm. because I know SEO and I know how that backlink can help. And now you're going to go have your own show, right? Basically, maybe. Well, I don't know. Like the voiceover, like I said, I said it serves four different purposes. Yeah. So that might be a jump off point into a, you know, forum or, mm-hmm. you know, a paid subscription site where I just talk to people and they ask questions and I tell them how to do stuff and they Pod- pay me 50 Pod- bucks a month. Podbean has a subscription service. Yeah, so, so it's all good stuff out there now. There's a lot of ways to generate revenue. That's I could have I could have a private Outlook podcast where all I talk is Outlook and you know actually give good value like with teaching. But mm-hmm. right now I'm just like enjoying the show as it is here. Yeah. And um yeah, it's journey's fun. It is. Well it is. All right, gang. I'm gonna close out the show. I appreciate uh you coming on. Do you wanna push out anything to the listeners? Any personal Business endeavors or services or anything? How to contact uh, you? Not right now because I'm building the infrastructure, but cool. believe me, you will see it when it happens. <laughs> well, <laughs> give it to me when it's ready. I'll put yeah, it in yeah, the show notes. Yep. Definitely. All right. Well, once again, I appreciate you coming on. Thank and uh, this has been a Heyman Hendrickson production, audio supported by Mitch Heyman. Thank you to our sponsor, App River and Podbean, for hosting. If you have a story to share and want to be a guest on the show, you can contact Lisa at callthatgirl.biz. Reminder, you can check out my shows at callthatgirl.biz slash office365. As well, if you're interested in my six ebooks, you can go to callthatgirl.biz slash publications. Thanks, everyone. See you next time.